We've been asked to do this, and, and um, this has been really good for Twyla and I. This has been a privilege to reflect on the journey of marriage, um, especially just here the last week, last two weeks. So uh, we'll be brief, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. We met young and uh, began to spend some time together young. I think I was 18. She was probably 15. No, no, 16 and 19. 16 and 19. We didn't write this down. <laughs> young. And spend time together dating. And uh, she confessed Christ at 16 or 17? 17. I was about a month behind her, 20, and we were married about a year later, March 7th, 1998, so 25 years ago, and um, so we had committed our lives to Christ. We'd been baptized, we understood to a degree what it was to live for Christ. And we understood to a, to a degree what Christian marriage was. But, oh, for the grace of God, be, because we really didn't know. And in so many ways, we feel like that we have grown up together. That we've really matured together. That we really have met the Lord together. Um, we were married young. I was 20. She was 17. And, and a half. <laughs> she had no idea that I was going to be bald. And I had no idea that she was a practical joker. I had no idea. We were young, and, and in many ways, we really didn't know each other. And um, it's been beautiful. Yes. you share here. Okay. So we actually would have grown up very similarly. Our parents um, actually went camping together. They knew each other well. Um, so yeah, similar activities. They, our parents even shared friends. Um, and I'm going to tell just a little bit about our first time we were actually together. Um, so I was headed to Goshen and he knew I needed a ride. And so he offered to take me, and I had no idea. Well, you, most of you that know me know I'm a huge talker. And that's one of the times after we got there that I wished I would have been quiet the whole way. <laughs> because he learned a lot about me that I had no intentions of um, him learning at that time. So anyway, that was good. I had intentions. He did, but I did not. <laughs> um, Do you want to share this? Okay. So the journey to moving to Ellensburg. Um, so we were married in 98, and before that, Heidi had visited Ellensburg several times. And um, my parents moved in 99 after they said that they would never move to Ellensburg. And so let's see, that left Rod at home um, when my parents moved. So he lived with us for the last year of school. And every time we came to Ellensburg, um, 
and went to church, there was chills that would go up and down my spine from the singing. Um, it was beautiful, and it was so heartfelt. And it, everyone was always so welcoming, and it was really, really something that um, we wanted for our family. So when we moved, we had two main purposes, and that was the church and the school. And God and his sovereignty knew that three years later, that would really all change. Um, but that was some of the journey of moving to Ellensburg. Meaning that there was a church divide and the school kind of concluded and it's been a, a co-op ever since. I think our older children maybe went to school there just a couple years. But that was uh, very, the most monumental thing in our marriage has been moving to Ellensburg and moving to Cascade Valley. And um, before that, we, we, we didn't have a close walk with God. And uh, we moved in among those that, that uh, were an example and taught us and gave us a thirst for God and for His Word. I was thinking about our testimony and that our, our desire is that God would receive the glory. And I was thinking, well, you, you hear people talk about how, well, if you want to know how someone's marriage is, just ask their children or... You want to know how a dad is, ask their sons or whatever. So we did that. I, I specifically asked all four of our children in the last week, um, what do you think of our marriage? So we have a 22, Trevor's 22, Skyler's 21, Tristan's 18, and Megan's 15. I think three of them are here this evening. And in no particular order to, for, uh, to keep this anonymous, here were some of their responses. Without you, there would be no me. We never witnessed anything major. Thankful for the example of marriage. No glamorous testimony, but a good marriage. Never a time that we were concerned that, we, that you didn't love each other. All good marriages don't necessarily have a huge hurdle or something huge to overcome. A good marriage, no fighting, but some frustration. I share that. I'm the emotional one, she's not. <laughs> and that's been a challenge in our marriage. Yeah. Um, so that's the testimony from our children, and, and we agree with that. There's been challenges, there's been some frustration. But um, all in all, it's, it's, it's been a good journey. There are many areas to grow. Do you want to share about the journey of being a peacemaker? Sure. So I had a son that took me out for Mother's Day and said, I would like to know what your personality is. And I don't know how many people are familiar with the personality test. So I quickly took the test and found out that I was a peacemaker, which doesn't really surprise me um, in, in several reasons. Growing up in my home, um, there would have been some conflict. And so often, I think Anthony referred to it, I would avoid that conflict. I would just remove myself, and then I didn't have to deal with it. Um, 
And so I don't know how much sometimes you're growing up shapes who you are um, when you get to this stage. Um, but I don't know if even how much that plays into emotions and just wanting to avoid having to face those kind of things. So being a peacemaker has been a blessing. One of the um, things on this paper said that their, their favorite spot is the laundry. And I love laundry. I don't know. I, it just, it's my sweet spot. <laughs> Um, but one of the downfalls of a peacemaker is they tend to look at the cup always half full instead of half empty. So if Jordan says a negative comment, I want to flip that automatically. So if he's like, it's raining outside, kind of frustrated, but I'm like, oh, but look, the garden's growing. Then I'm not allowing him to express himself without just kind of having negative thoughts like, oh, I wish he wouldn't be so negative. Um, but he's been a very peaceable man to live with, not hard at all. Um, and it's a blessing being married to a peacemaker because um, it takes away a lot of confrontation. But it can also be hidden. <laughs> and I'm not a risk taker. And uh, I'm just not. I'm not a risk taker. And we've discovered that. She's a peacemaker, and I'm not a risk taker. It's a really boring place. (laughs) (laughs) We have the risk takers. (laughs) Um, We both lean toward perfectionism and doing things well. And this has been a challenge. It's also been a gift. And God's, God's worked in us through that. Um, so I'm going to share a testimony of some areas that we've grown to appreciate that we feel have impacted our marriage. It could possibly be some, some lessons, um, maybe some takeaways. But these are things that, that God has taught us that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go through brief, uh, quickly. So we guard carefully the hour before bed and the hour we first rise in the morning. It's important to us to go to bed clear and to rise clear each morning. No silent treatment, no... No purposely skirting around one another. And one of the ways that we do this is, is no, no phone time, uh, no screen time before bed. Um, no phones in our bedroom. Uh, our, we, we charge our phones outside the bedroom. Never take our phones to the bedroom, to the bed. Unless there's a baby coming. Unless someone, unless, <laughs> unless we're waiting on a call for, yeah, if we're on baby call. Um, but, you know, we didn't have cell phones when we were dating. And my first phone was, well, I think I got a phone. I couldn't even get it in my pocket when we were dating. She got her first phone several years after we were married. And, and so we didn't grow up with that social media. It's, yeah, it's just different for us. But uh, we guard that time very carefully in our marriage. A choice we made early in our marriage was that we have, we have no financial discussions before bed. No financial discussions even in the late evening. And we purpose to schedule times for financial discussions, uh, maybe a date um, but uh, certainly never when we're trying to guard that late evening or early morning time. Uh, a blessing we've enjoyed is, is we go to bed together and we get up together. Uh, it's just been, uh, maybe it's my occupation, uh, maybe it's our lifestyle, but uh, for years um, we lay down and rise together. And uh, um, there's a few exceptions, canning season, a little bit of minimal, you know, some business travel, but for the most part, um, that's that's been our lifestyle. 
we, we enjoyed our devotional time in the morning, and, and we do it together, but not together. Uh, we're in chairs side by side, but we do our devotional time. It's something we agreed to do. We talk about it. It's like, she'll have her devotional, I'll have my devotional. We're together, kind of. We're side by side, but we're doing our own devotional. Um, humor. Our household has a bit of reputation. Do you want this I, one? I, well, no, I want to talk about this. So this is a really good thing, wives, if you can somehow get your husbands to agree to this and make sure you beat them out of bed and they make the bed. <laughs> so we have an agreement in our marriage that the last person out of the bed makes the bed. And it doesn't matter if we're in a hotel or if we're in an RV or if we're in the, at home. It, it, it stands in our house. 90% the last of the time, person I'm out first. Out of the bed makes the bed. So it's a good motivation. I make the bed almost every day. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so Anthony gave us a talk on uh, fun and humor and just practical jokes. So. We knew this We're discussion was. Oh, we knew this discussion was coming, and so I thought, well, I'm going to short sheet the bed. I'm my own bed. I'm going to short sheet it. So he, I told him that morning, so don't make the bed. Well, this was Wednesday morning of this week. <laughs> so I carefully short sheeted the bed, and typically he crawls in you know, a few minutes before I do, and then I'll finish getting ready in the bathroom. But I really waited until he got in bed that night because I thought I'm, I couldn't wait. But he's tall, so he naturally gets in there. He pulls the covers way back. And discovered the unmade or the short-sheeted bed, so that didn't work. And then I got to make the bed with her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One really funny thing that I did. um, So she's a practical joker. (laughs) Some of you know that. (laughs) Well, and it's it's been good for our marriage. But he doesn't play him back well at all. So most (laughs) most of the time I can do it, and he won't get him back. it was one year, I think after we'd moved in shortly, we were going to conference, and I went before he did, so I was taking the children with me, and I was trying to finish up things. I had dishes to wash, and, but I thought, hey, I'm going to play a few practical jokes really, really quick. Well, I played so many that the dishes never got washed, so he came home to wash the dishes. Didn't know it. I mean, I, I was gone, so he did, was kind and washed my dishes, but then he started finding all these things. Um, I'll name a few. I mean, we can, like, I put applesauce in his contact case. I uh, pinned his socks together. I sewed his suit pants together. And so just all these things, he'd find about one, one, one a day. It was actually perfect. But I came home, and he had done some things to me that probably don't all need to discuss. But, um, he stuck, like, tape over my spices, so, you know, I'd get to open my spices. Anyway, we have a lot of fun, um, especially even with guests. That is it is kind of fun. Um, you have to be mature, too. Not always that way. We agreed early we, in our marriage as well, um, kind of along this line, to never scare each other. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of hide-and-seek. Maybe some of your children play hide-and-seek, and it's one of the things that, that you're... And Twyla had some bad experiences. She's got some... I think she's got some wounds um, about <laughs> being scared. And so it was just something that we agreed to early in our marriage, and I don't... Know that we've maybe you've slipped, maybe. <laughs> but we, we, we commit to not scare each other. Well, there's nothing wrong with standing right inside the door, but not saying a thing. <laughs> hmm. Where are we at? How are you feeling about this one? Oh, I don't think you need that okay. one. I'm just six. So, seven, music and yeah. song, um, neither one of us were raised in an overly 
talented home, musically talented, and not even necessarily taught and trained so well, but we sang. Um, we We've always sang, and we enjoy singing. And um, I, when we brought the piano in and, and piano lessons into our home, I made a huge difference in our home. And I just um, teach your children to sing, um, bring a piano, um, hire someone to do lessons if you can. It is uh, time well spent. And, and sing for devotions. That's one of the things that our children most of our children enjoy often <laughs> is just singing for devotions and, um, and sing the older songs. Remember to sing the old tunes. I think that's important. Do you want to do trusting or not? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's fine. I mean, you can keep going. I think it's important in a marriage to come to a place We've, I don't know how many years ago we've done this, and I think it happened at a marriage retreat, probably in Leavenworth. It's important in a marriage to come to a place when you can ask your spouse, is there anything about me that bugs you? Or is there anything about me that bothers you? Or kind of rubs you the wrong way? Or is, is there anything about me that I say? Or, or maybe a way I act? Or... A, I think it's important to, to have a place in your marriage where, when you can sincerely ask your spouse that. And, and this, isn't, this isn't a joke. Like, and, and that they would be sincere in their response because we've done that a, a, few, a few times. And it, it's impact. There's certain things that I don't do because I asked her that and she shared with me some things that kind of just... And there's some things that that she asked me the same question and I shared them with her. So I, I invite you in your marriage to do that, to ask your spouse, is there anything about me that just kind of, it might just be a saying you have. It might be a, might be a countenance that you hold. Um, but uh, our spouse will speak into our life. Uh, in child training, almost finished here, we, uh, we watched examples before us. I think it's important to have, um, to look at older couples around you and see what they're doing right. And there, it is, that is huge. That was probably, I mean, we really appreciate shepherding a child's heart. We talked about that. And there's so many good resources out there. But when you see somebody that's doing something right, and you can tell, just mimic that. We learn so much by just being observant. I did spend a time writing Proverbs. I went through all the Proverbs and pulled out everything about child raising. And I wrote 12, uh, my own Proverbs for raising children. Um, just wrote them out, right out of the, and in kind of my own language. Uh, but uh, there's so much there in the Proverbs. And I just take them and, and um, write your own Proverbs for training your children. We had an agreement. We had several agreements in our marriage. You want to do that one? <laughs> this one, another one that held, has held strong and it's going to hold into grandchildren. I would do the dirty diapers. He did the vomiting. Except for the daytime, of course, when they vomited all the way down the hall and he was at work. So it's, it's just something that we've done in our marriage. She's pretty much done all the dirty diapers and I do all the vomiting. <laughs> Play with, play with your children. 
Um, Legos are huge. Legos, game night, basketball. Um, most recently, it's pickleball. But but where they are, be there with them. This is close to my heart. This young folks, just participate. Don't be that dad that's too busy talking with the men, or be that dad that's staying late at work. Play with your children. You know, you know family that, traditions. Um, so some of the family traditions that we've found that to be a blessing um, is the annual homeschool conference, which several of you have done. Annual camping trips. Um, Let's see. Um, we've read many books, make Cascade Valley functions um, a priority as much as possible. One thing that's really been a huge blessing is we were able to go and see Tom and Laurie in the DR and Ethan's in Mexico and Joe's. And those are priceless. Um, if you get the opportunity, if God opens those doors, I would definitely um, recommend that. And we have a whiteboard that's been there for years, and we did Bible memory for a long time at mealtime, and we've really slipped in that area. So we ask you to keep us accountable. Ask us what's on our whiteboard to commit to memory. So we got a few highlights of our marriage. One of the highlights of our marriage is, is learning to know what is expected. Um, after 25 years, I, I, know what's, I know what to expect. You think? Most of the time. <laughs> and, and, yeah. If she wants her foot rubbed, she's gonna need, they're going to need to be clean. I don't <laughs> rub dirty feet. Um, it's having a life companion um, is, is someone that to always be with. It's, it's a highlight. Okay, you um, that one, number three. Uh, we already did that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something for me is accountability. I shared this with my prayer group. Accountability to my wife and to my children is, is a big part of my Christian life. Um, when they rise in the morning to, to the Word of God, I rise in the morning to the Word of God. Or maybe I rise to the Word of God and then they come to the Word of God. But, but when your children and your wife are watching you, that is a huge blessing of accountability. And uh, you lead them and they follow and then occasionally they're leading and you're coming on behind them sometimes. But there's a huge level of accountability that I feel with my, my family. Pursuing the practice of hospitality is something that, it's a highlight in our marriage. It's something that, that we complement each other in, and it calls us higher, and we do enjoy that. Um, we pull well together. Um, Twyla and I like to yoke up and serve together. It's, it's something that is a highlight in our marriage that we enjoy doing. Lord willing, we anticipate growing old together, and we do talk about that. And I, I enjoy those discussions as well. And I think another highlight is experiencing the mystery of two becoming one. Marriage needs life. Marriage needs spice. Nar- marriage needs Christ. Philippians 1.6 Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. This is his work. This is his doings and and he will continue that work. I love you. I love you too.